back in my vibe Got there with no sacrifices Everything was taken, still had to make it Vibe killer, me and no go take shit Vibe killer, bloody somebody time Protect my energy from your bad aura Let my pastor say I be my healer Everything I desire Welcome, welcome back to Delusional Confidence uh, I am Emily Kosick at Emily's.RootAwakening on Instagram and YouTube. I am with Ida Sare, the chilling therapist on Instagram and YouTube. What yeah. up, everybody? Hi. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> um, Ida, would you like to add anything to that intro? No, I think that was a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean... We're two girls in the self-development world. We're in the self-employed space and we're having a business meeting right now, basically about this podcast, because we noticed that we didn't really want to do some of the back end stuff to, to distribute this podcast out. I didn't, but like neither of us had really been wanting to promote we haven't really been distributing this podcast because we, Ida and I like to keep things fun. I always like to do everything I want to do. Mm-hmm. I never like to do anything I don't want to do. Um, but we're, it's interesting. I mean, it's a bigger topic than just what we're talking about right now. It's basically Ida and I are being faced with the question of do, do you have to just push through and do stuff that doesn't sound good in the moment? Like, is that just, does that just have to be part of this life, you know, as a business owner? And, you know, in my eyes, it's like, it's always about priorities. So what would I rather, you know, I'm always asking myself that, would I rather have this podcast be able to record with Ida and have to do the background work, the distribution work, or you know, and when I say distribution work, the audio, the show notes, posting it to podcast platforms, or would I rather just cancel all of it, you know? And, and so where we're at right now is like, I would rather do the back end stuff and be able to record with Ida. Cause we both love recording on here. We're just not at a place to have, it's the best, but we're not at a place to hire anyone. So yeah, and Ida, you mentioned that you had some stuff on your mind. Yeah, no, because yesterday I was reflecting quite a lot um, and I've kind of pulled up on some of the things that I was reflecting on and a question I was asking myself was, why am I not asking for what I want, right? And this ties into what we're talking about because it made me realize something. So I asked myself, I'm like, okay, is it out of fear or shame? And then my answer was, I wish I didn't have to ask for it. Mm. A part of me feels like, why do I need to ask for some, for, for something that I want? You know, I wish it was different. Kind of yeah. like, I wish I didn't have to sell. I wish people just bought. Mm. You get what I mean? Yeah. And like, there's a part of me that kind of feels like, oh, why do we need to market? Like, why can't I just put out my genius and people could just kind of buy in. But we, we live in a world that, we're kind of conditioned to convince people or to kind of manipulate people to buy something when, or, or it's funny because, okay, something that I was even thinking about today is kind of like, if for instance, someone like Michelle Obama came out and said, Hey, 
I saw Ida mm -hmm. as a therapist. She's great. I'll be booked out. Mm -hmm. Why do we need to wait for someone to, obviously this is coming to where, this will come to the point I'm talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think about that. And I kind of think, you know, if a famous person or if someone with influence um, or some sort of power or some sort of trust comes out and says, oh my God, I use this product, then everyone goes to buy it. But none of us are really taking our time. Like every time I've bought something or hired a coach, it wasn't because another person told me to. It was because I actually went on the page. I felt into the person. I bought out of how I felt from what I, I gained or the person's energy and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I kind of wish that, yeah, I kind of wish that, you know, every, like we kind of took responsibility for the things that we're purchasing instead of someone being like, oh, it's great. Then we're like, oh, if so-so-and-so says it's great, then it must be great. Okay, so that's one part. Okay, yeah. so that that's me living in my delusion, so to speak, because that's what I wish happened but that's not what happens and then another question I asked myself is am I still waiting for God to take care of the rest it's kind of like you know as you asked what before we jumped on here we were like oh do we just go in flow and just wait for God to take care of the rest you know Ooh. oh it's kind of like let's just leave it into God's hands instead of like taking responsibility so that's what I said Ooh. I wanted to talk about because I kind of feel like it boils down to responsibility and I said um yeah. um I need to be responsible for what I want right and the responsibility that I'm talking sorry, about I'm sorry I had one sec oh okay go ahead yeah so the responsibility that I'm talking about here is doing what's in my control. So in the case of the things that like on our business journey, there are certain things that we might feel like, oh, we don't want to do or it doesn't feel good or whatever. But if that's the thing that's in our control, then it seems like we're responsible for that. It's our responsibility because we can't kind of leave sort of like uploading something onto podcasts onto those you know platforms into god's hands because it's not in god's control yeah. do you get what I mean? so yeah. it's kind of like a part of the delusion is still conspiring with god working with god and kind of like co-creating with god it can't be like oh i kind of don't feel like this. okay so where it's kind of like what, what are we giving god to work with totally you know so i think for me that's kind of where I'm at, where yesterday I was really thinking, okay, Ida, um, and an example that came to me is kind of like, you know, someone owes me a huge chunk of money, right? Now, when the person came to borrow this money, they were like, you know, really loving, really caring. Hey, you know, they're like, trust me, you know, I'm going to pay it weekly. You know, I'm not like the rest. I know it's not easy. Sometimes you give people money, they don't even pay, but I won't be that. I'm going to mm -hmm. like literally pay for it and stuff like that. And out of the goodness of my heart, I believed it. There was a part of me that's like, you know what, give her a chance. She actually yeah. seems like she will actually pay. Yeah. Mind you, since then, I didn't, I haven't heard from her when I call. I, I call, she doesn't even pick, she doesn't respond to my messages, she wow. doesn't call back. 
And then eventually she will call and she'll be like, oh, you know, she'll make up this excuse. Oh, you know, I wasn't feeling well, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, it's okay if you're not feeling well, but you could still call me and let me know that this is why you're not. He's like, trust me, I'm going to come to you next week. I'm no longer going to let you chase me up. Has she come back to me? No, she hasn't. You know, and it's like, I actually really need the money. But the people around me are kind of like, well, if you're that soft, she's not going to pay because she she's basically trampling all over you because she kind of feels like, oh, don't worry. If I don't pay, she wouldn't do anything. And the worst she would do is give me a phone call. Right. Um, It's not in me. Like, it takes a lot for me to get to that point of rage where it's like, hey, if you don't pay me, X, Y, Z is going to happen. And there's a part of my mind that's kind of like, oh, go report it to the police. But there's also a part of me deep within me. There's this knowing that's like, you know what? you've done what's in your control. She doesn't want to pay. There's not much you can do. You just have to leave it in the hands of God. So that's what brought me to that conversation of, is that, does that mean that I don't care about the money if I let it go? And it's the same as, does that mean we don't care about this podcast if we let it go or if we don't upload or whatever? So there was a part of me that's kind of like, okay, me being passive about it, does that mean because I don't feel like going to shake her up. I don't feel like going to quote unquote threaten her and be like, Hey, if you don't pay my money, I'm going to go to the club. But I don't feel like that. That's just not my style. Yeah. You know, but then yesterday I was questioning myself and I was asking myself, Ida, does that mean you're not taking responsibility because what's in your control? But I kind of feel like, okay, I've done what's in my control. I've reached out several times. She doesn't want to, she hasn't done anything. She hasn't paid. Yes, it's disrespectful, but what can I do right now? I feel like I have to leave it in the hands of God. Love it. But I think it gets back to that point of, do we do what's in our control? And then after that, do we just leave it because it, it no longer feels good? Or do we continue to, because it's our responsibility to not to confuse our situation with it because I feel like as much as it could be similar it's also very different so not to confuse that with but okay anyway hearing that what's coming to you love it I love it all um and again like before we recorded today before we pressed record today I and I were talking and I'm just thinking like this is I, in a way I'm excited because I honestly feel like for both Ida and I, these themes of like, what is our responsibility and what can we like rebel against? And can we just do what we want to do? These themes have been repeating in my life (laughs) throughout this entrepreneurial journey. And I believe yours too, while growing your business as a self-employed person. Um, so to me, just little kind of intro here to what I want to say, but like, to me, that is God communicating to us that now is the time where we are finally ready to tackle this and find the answer to this question. Because in my mind, there's no way in hell we would be hit with all these different situations we're both having challenging times right now, financially, and then there's health stuff. There's a lot There's a lot of challenging times that Ida and I are going through right now. As an entrepreneur, it's like classic story. And I think we keep getting hit with this theme of like, do I do what I want? 
or do I take on the, the typical narrative of it's my responsibility, so I have to do it even though I don't want to do it? Very funny. I just just kind of thought about this in this split set in this split second. I was talking to my therapist yesterday about my version of the, this story that that doesn't have to do with this podcast, but again, I will tie it into the podcast as well. But my therapist goes, "You know what? Last time we met, Emily, I felt kind of backed in the corner by you. I felt like you were telling me about your dad's narrative of you have to do stuff you don't want to do." if you want to be successful. And then you were telling me about your narrative of I should do everything that is totally comfortable for me and still get all the success that I want. And she says, you don't really seem like the type of person that would confine yourself to two options. She said, you, you seem like a very creative person. So there, there, let's get creative here. How are there other options to life? And I'm like, you're right, girl, you're right. Because here's the thing, I've seen plenty of times that I am not, when I think that there are this amount of options available to me, there's always more. I always get shown that I have no fucking clue how many different options there are for us, for how we want to live life. So like, first of all, I just have to say this, what, what's coming to mind about um, the, the person who borrowed money from you I know that a lot of people are like, Ida, do this, Ida, do that. And I'm not trying to say this to you at all, but I, I just, I just resonate with how you're handling it so much because I have known people who are really, they, they have, they have a lot of investments. They have a lot of finances. People ask them to borrow money kind of a lot. And I've, I've heard multiple people say this, I guess like people I knew in New York city, I can't really remember who they are, but they say, if I lend people money, I have to be okay with losing that money. Like it's like investing in the stock market. I have to, or, or gambling. I have to just pretend like it's gone. And Mm -hmm. I give people one shot or something. I've, I've heard someone say, I give people two shots, which I don't think I'd give people two shots, but, but was it me? It was probably me where I'm like, I give people three. No, I, it was someone who said two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought I'd you give people one. three. I would not give people two. But it depends. Okay. So for this money situation, that can't happen again. You right. know. Um. But I don't want to. I don't want to cut your flow. So go on. Very interesting. You're so compassionate. Um. <laughs> and it's funny because I've been this person before in like a kind of accidental way. But just like, I, like people always want to help me. They're always like, here, have this for free. Do this for free, which is awesome. But I feel like it kind of like enables me a little bit where I, they're like, yeah, just pay me back later. And then, you know, it's, it's happened plenty of times earlier on in my life where like, they give me this really great payment plan. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't pay. I, and I always pay in the end, but I've been late before. Um, mm-hmm. And like, so I've been, I've been this person. I'd, so probably because I've been this person, I'm like, I would give people one shot and it's just, I don't demonize them for not paying back, but if they don't, I'm like, clearly they can't handle a loan. So like, just forget it. But, but I get it. It's everyone else. So where I'm, where I'm going with this is, yeah, I, I've just had people, I, I think it just depends on like, what's, what's Ida's relationship to this? Do you decide like, you know what? I am like, I am, I am okay with the fact that I'm going to lend this person money. And if I don't get it back, then fine. I've just heard multiple people say that. And then there's no problem. If you don't get it back, then it's just like, okay, well, I, I made that boundary, you know? And, um, 
And I, and I don't need, I don't feel the need to go after them. I think going after people, that's a choice. It's a choice if you want to or not, it's your money. So like, yeah, anyway, I just had to give that input just, and just tell you that I've, I know plenty of people who are, um, who have a lot of money and who do great with finances. You just have like that specific boundary with it, you know? Exactly. And it doesn't mean that you're not being, because I think this morning I, I, I had to make the decision. No, it doesn't mean I'm not being responsible. It's just a lesson here where it's like, okay, this person, they had their chance, they've blown it. And let me clarify what I mean by giving three chances is in this situation, I've given her three chances already. When she first said she was ill, I was yeah. like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to be patient with you. Just communicate with me. She didn't. I went to her place. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm actually being, she hasn't. So I feel like I've given her three chances to prove to me that she genuinely wanted to pay. She's showing me she doesn't. So I'm right. letting it go. But not three chances, like I'm going to let her come back and borrow yeah. the money again. <laughs> no, in terms of like giving, giving people the opportunity to prove me um, wrong, but also I do hear people say, now this, is her, this has taught me not to, you know, lend any other person money, which I kind of believe it's not fair to then make your decision based off of one person's behavior. Yeah. You know, which can get a bit tricky because some might be like, geez, how many times are you willing to lose the money? But it's like, there could be that one person that truly needs it and is truly going to pay. And because of someone else's actions, but anyway, let's not deviate right 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 but but this is it's a surprisingly cool topic to talk about to be honest lending people money and I just think it's interesting um and I agree I want to I want to like invest in people's businesses a lot when I that's like one of the top things I want to do to like serve the world so like to me it's like what money am I willing to lose and if then then if I lose it I know that it'll just be I already said goodbye to that money exactly 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 so M, I'm very interested. Let's go back to when you said your therapist said, you know, you had yeah. options. Yeah. 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 Let's get back on track. Um, yeah. So like, so, so, oh, so for me, sometimes when I feel like mm-hmm. I kind of have to, like when, when I'm kind of feeling, I'll use the phrase again, backed in a corner about, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to do something I don't want to do. And it's my whole vibe to do the stuff I want to do. And I tell my, I'm, I'm held accountable. I tell my audience that all the time. Every time I feel backed in the corner in that sense, I get my mindset around what my next step is by saying, let's zoom out a little bit. What do we want if we zoom out? So instead of talking about the fucking actual task of editing the audio of this podcast, how can I, can I, can I zoom out a little bit more and say, do I want this podcast or not? And I think that, um, if we said, no, we don't want this podcast. I don't think that would mean anything bad about us exactly. or like business people. Exactly. or friends. It, If it doesn't work, it doesn't, I, I think it's really, it would be really lame to like, keep forcing it to work. If, yeah. if we're just like, exactly. we don't have the, we don't have the space for it. We have other businesses. So I don't think there would be anything wrong with that, but I, I do want this podcast. I, and I, Ida brought this up before we hit record. She was like, well, and I think it was a really beautiful way of saying it. She was like, well, I think it's important that we're consistent. Um, 
to just build this thing. Like, I think some element of consistency is needed to build this thing, but we get to decide how much, how, how exactly. often we do stuff when we can be consistent with, maybe we do it twice. Um, maybe we do it for half as many times. So we just do it twice a month. And, and I got to tell you this, I, I enjoy doing it every week. I, I just, I, I never feel like, oh my God, again, I'm like ready for it. I'm I like love it. forward to it every week. So to be honest with you, I'd, I, I do want to do it every week and I, I like it. And I, I love that we have a project together, everything about it. I love that I'm, I love the simple fact that I'm co-hosting a podcast with someone I really like and respect. Like, that's just cool to me. I just, I just love that. So, 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 um, how does this tie into what my therapist was saying? I feel like the other option that we have here, instead of doing all the shit we hate <laughs> and, or only doing what we like, but then we're just recording on YouTube and then nothing else really gets organized. I believe is like, we just pick the, the version that sounds the most alluring of all the things we absolutely have to do. Like, maybe I don't put the theme song into this episode. So then I can just drop the audio from start to finish on the podcast platforms. I know other successful people that do that. They just, they, they do the intro when they record and all that. And then we can talk, I think we should talk about promo because that's something that we've talked about before. And I think that needs revising too. But like, so to me, it's like, I know that I would want to do this every week. And I mm -hmm. think, and I think it's worth it to do the back end stuff in order to do this thing with you every week. And, and I don't, I guess I, on my end, I'm like, why don't we just do it every week? figure out like the either the bare minimum of what it takes to distribute it and promote it or like the stuff that we like the most in the back end and just see how it goes and then if we're like oh well now now once a week is kind of a lot if we're doing the back end stuff so now maybe we should revise and do twice a month or it's just not working i can't imagine doing this every week you know like try it and with this new outlook, and then if that doesn't work, you know, that's, that's like my, that's like my other option that I, yeah. that's coming to mind. Yeah. And it's not a bad idea. Oh, another option is doing it weekly. Cause I enjoy that too, but then the frequency of releasing it could be twice right. a month. So it's kind of like, okay, we recorded four, but we only have capacity to edit two, or we only have capacity okay. to, edit, you know, so it's kind of like, okay this is what we're, you know, kind of just putting out until obviously we, we get to a point where we're like, okay, we just record and we pay someone to just edit it for us. And then we don't yeah. have to worry about that, you know? Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, sometimes we got to do the dirty work. Is it dirty? Yeah. Well, I guess if I don't enjoy it um, necessarily, you yeah. know, because I truly believe in energy and I feel like if you're not enjoying something and you put it out, there's no point anyway. Yeah. However, just being on here and having this conversation lights me up. I know. And I see that lights you up too. So this part we have no problem with. And I guess if someone, if you're someone listening, this is to show you that like a lot does go in. It's not just, people don't just get up and just do the thing. You know, there's a lot because they could, 
there are parts of your business or there are parts of the I do that you enjoy. And then there are also parts that you're like, eh, how do you figure out how to go about the parts that are not, you know, so great, so to speak, you know, and then, and then exactly. still figure it out. Exactly. You know? I think this is a quintessential part of our journey. Mm. I know it is in mine mm. because, and here's the thing I've heard entrepreneurs say, I can just think of two specific entrepreneurs who are in the spiritual industry. They're doing something alternative and I'm pretty sure they both made a million dollars in their business. I don't know if they're like multi millionaires, but they've been around for a while. And they both say like, doing stuff I don't want to do. I've had to do stuff I don't want to do to become successful. And that just makes me want to like die and never be an entrepreneur. So I think like some of us, I, I think, I think that it's the same thing. I'd, I I'm starting to understand it's, it's relatively the same thing for most people where you do the stuff that like, you and I believe you can look at it as like I don't want to do it or you can look at it like I want to do it and that's why I'm doing it <laughs> you know I want to do it even though it's uncomfortable so yeah, like okay go for it go for it em. oh I was just saying like um so so I I think I'm just learning that like certain things that are uncomfortable will have to be done certain things that I initially think I don't want to do will have to be done. But here's the thing, not everything I think has to be done needs to be done to, in order to be successful, but some stuff, because I've just seen people do like unnecessary, I've just seen it. And then they come back later and they're like, actually, I didn't have to like do all this stuff. Um, how do I organize my thoughts a little bit better here? Um, overall, I think this path, when you don't have unlimited investment money and you're, you're hustling in the fact that you're just trying to make your business work without like totally going under and like just basically building your business up from nothing with no special investment money, I think you have to do stuff. That, and, and again, do stuff that, that you don't want to do or you could look at it as like just stuff that's uncomfortable. But if mm -hmm. I, and it's, and it's a mindset, like it's a mindset, but it's the same thing. Do you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like the stuff that these entrepreneurs said, I had to do stuff I didn't want to do to become successful. Likely that stuff that they're doing that they don't enjoy is probably the same stuff that I'm doing. Tracking finances, uh, like editing the audio for this podcast, but if I tell myself, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. First of all, it depresses me. Second of all, I start making other excuses in other areas of my life where I really don't have to do something, but I, I'm, I just get used to doing stuff that I don't want to do. And then I start confusing what I actually can say no to or not. So like in my mind, I think a big lesson that I haven't even fully completed yet in my life is like how to look at the stuff that like just needs to happen right now in yeah. order to build something, how to look at that stuff that is not my favorite thing to do, but that it, it's looking like we got to do it in order to build the thing that we want.
you know yeah yeah as I'm sitting here you know an image just dropped into my mind's eye and it's interesting because the question that's coming up is or is that the way life is and the image that dropped into my mind as I'm reflecting is you know (laughs) you want to have a baby right Mm -hmm. I want to have a baby um having the baby is beautiful it's gorgeous you know the joy they bring and everything I think I mean you know where I'm going with this yes but first of all the way to having the baby is not 100% great people talk about all the challenges that comes with obviously being pregnant for nine months having to push the baby the process of getting this child into the world who's going to bring you so much joy is not easy not only that the process of tending to this baby is not easy too. You have to change diapers. You have to like, you have to stay awake. You can't say, I don't want to do it because your baby needs, and it's kind of like- It's your baby. Exactly. It's the same thing when trusted with this business. Is it a matter of shifting perspective? It's our baby. And even though we don't want to change our baby's diapers, even though we don't want to stay up at night, because our baby is crying, it's what needs to be done in order exactly. for the baby to thrive and be healthy. Exactly. And really and truly, where do I go from that? Because I was just asking, and then it just dropped. And it's like, here, chew it up. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's really the same thing, oh, yeah, whether we like is. it or not. Because it's like, I think it's how we look at it. If we're looking at our business, like our baby that we've been entrusted with, this baby needs to grow. And in order for the baby to grow from conception, we need to put in some, you know, some, what's, we've got to do certain things that we don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. But that's the only way this child is going to thrive. Yeah. You know, from the beginning, when the baby is a seed to you know, the baby being born till the baby is finally on its own. And obviously when the baby is on its own, like when the ba- when yeah. the child turns from 12 going, it's on its feet, it can start, it doesn't depend on you anymore. It's the same thing, our business. Our yeah. business will get to a place where it's not going to depend on us anymore mm-hmm. because it can fend for itself at least a little bit. All of a sudden, it can make breakfast for itself. We no longer yeah. need to like stay up at night because it doesn't, you know, from a certain age, but different stages will come maybe from the age of six we no longer need to stay up the whole night to look after after the baby yeah you know from the age of say eight you know the baby can make their own breakfast so to speak with little support here and there from the age of 12 it's like hey mom I got this like because then you have employees people there doing it you don't even realize then you become like the CEO just making the strategic or the planning part or you know the visionary part so I think for me this dropping (laughs) into my mind's eye really gives me perspective yeah in that if I'm looking at it like my baby who's gonna bring me so much joy it's also gonna bring me pain some kind of you Mm. know whatever I want to call it if I want to call it pain or not it's going to deprive me of sleep. It's going to deprive me of a whole lot of things, you know, 
going out. I love going out for a dance, but when I have my baby, I might need to stop doing that for. Yeah. Again, sacrifice. We don't want to talk about it in that way, but you know. I it's it's so funny, I because it just goes back to like first of all, I agree 100%. And it's just like saying like it's just like life too. Like life is is like a baby. Like your your our relationship to life is like a baby. Like everything I just feel like is birthed and exactly. it's just like saying with life, it's like I can't pretend that life is perfect and never challenging. Like and and I know that too about entrepreneurship now more than ever, of course, but like it, it's challenging. I it's just I still can't for me, if I looked at a situation I mean whatever I'm a broken record but it's just it's interesting to, to just to see how I react to all of these discoveries if I looked at my baby like I don't want to change her diaper and take care of her but I will anyway oh like that is just like a knife in my stomach I would never want to think that like I would never I could never look at it like that mm-hmm. or like well, I'm going to have a baby, but you know, there's going to be sacrifices. Oh, it just, I think it's just my relationship with those words. Like I wouldn't have a baby if there was stuff I didn't want to do, but Hey, look, I know that there are challenges going into this. Um, I know that there are moments that are going to be hard and I want to have my baby anyway, without these, um, without these challenges, even with these challenges and these exactly. And it's just, and so I like, think that- yeah, uh-huh. go, go for it, go for it. No, 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 um, go for it, go for it. <laughs> okay. I, I just, like, I agree with everything you're saying. And probably these folks who say, yeah, I have to do stuff I don't want to do in order to, to be successful. I'm sure everything that they would say, if we take the, their mindset towards it out or, and the words they're using out, I would be like, totally agree. That stuff is not my favorite stuff either. But at the end of the day, I want to be, it's it's a conscious choice. I want to be here. I want to have my business. I want delusional confidence to continue. So therefore, everything I do to help delusional confidence continue, I want to do. It's To me, it's just so much more empowering than like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I guess I'll do. No, I want it. I want it because I want this podcast. I mm-hmm. want it to be distributed. I want it to do whatever I can. I want to do whatever I have to in order to continue it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for me, I guess the delusional part of it is that. Mm. So mm. for me, the, the okay, so it's like two choices, you know, the red pill, the blue pill, where it's yeah. kind of like, you know, we've made this choice of okay we're gonna be um we're gonna go at it our own way we're gonna be entrepreneurs that word doesn't feel it's it's not a matter of it doesn't feel good for me but it doesn't like give me any but for the sake of the podcast I'll use it so it's like we both made this choice whilst we're making the choice we know that this choice comes with xyz challenges yeah but we've made that choice anyway. But I feel like the delusional part of it is like, okay, we see how people make this same choice and the result of it is not always great because it seems like they are 
not happy at the end of it. It seems yeah. like they, are lo- they don't feel fulfilled, even though this choice is supposed to make them feel fulfilled. But we're choosing this, but we're going to consciously make sure that every, um, every challenge we're going through, we're still going to consciously go through it in a way that feels good for us. Yeah. What am I saying? I guess the delusional part is saying that regardless of the challenges, we know it's going to work. That's why we're doing it. So it's kind of like we already know it's worked. So it doesn't matter going through this challenge anyway. Yeah. Do you you get where I'm I'm going with this? Whereas I feel like... Um, I feel like majority of the people are like, I'm doing this so it can work. But we're saying, no, we know it's already worked. That's why we're doing this. Like we know it's working. So we're doing, I think that's where the delusion comes in because my mindset isn't, I need to do this in order for it to work. I'm like, it's already worked. And in order for me to see that result, like it's, it's already worked. I know like there's never been a day where I've sat down. I'm like, Nah, I think I don't think this is gonna work. Every time I'm talking to God, every time I have a challenge, I'm like, you know, but I know it works. I know there's a day that I'm like, whoo, wow, thank goodness. Just like what is his name? Is it Jeff Bezos, the the owner oh, of yeah. um, Amazon? Jeff Bezos or yeah. yeah. So I was listening to something on YouTube today where this guy who made a massive loss based off of the fact that Jeff went to him and said, hey, at the age of 26, hey, I'm going to sell books out of my garage and I'm going to ship it out to people online and I'm going to make multi-millions. I'm going to become, like mention this amount of billion, like huge billions at the time. And at the time, no one was even making millions. Right. And yet he was was so confident, I'm going to make so-and-so billion dollars from this at 26 and he had no money. So he had actually gone to this guy. So invest in me. And then the guy's like, are you crazy? First off, no one's making millions. Second off, selling books out of your garage online, that's not gonna work. But what, what he, he knew, he was delusional enough to know. He said, I'm gonna make multi-billions and I'm gonna become the richest man on earth by doing this. Wow. That's a delusion. Yeah, that's a delusion. No matter what challenge it is, we've chosen it because we know we're gonna become millionaires. We don't know how, but we know we do become. Yeah, it's just knowing. I can't explain it. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I know I need to hold that vision. Yeah, because I know it's already happened, and I know that that's quite similar for you, Em. Like you see it. You know, it's so clear. So I feel like that's a delusion. And that delusion makes us choose this choice with the challenges anyway. It's not like we didn't know it was going to come with challenges. Yes, right. sometimes we're contemplating, mm, should we, should we not? But we keep going back on the drawing board and we're like, nah, we want to. 100%. You know? think I might cry I think this might be the first episode where I actually cry because uh so uh I have to be real with everyone yep I'm definitely gonna cry so just let's just prepare for that um so this is my 
I mean, it's close, but I'm pretty sure this has been the hardest last two months of my career, 100%. And yesterday I was having a conversation with myself that was like, God, why did you choose me to do this? Why did you choose me to want to be an entrepreneur and hate the way that society is structured and forced and causes so much unhappiness in in people because they think there's only one way. Why? I don't think I'm strong enough to 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 do this to to do all the challenges and to do all the challenges to do all the stuff that I have to do to make this work. I know that some people can do it and I believe it and I've I've seen it. We see nonstop evidence that it works if you go through all the challenges. It will work, but I don't know if I can. I don't know. I don't feel strong enough. I don't feel strong enough. And here I am, (laughs) here I am on this fucking podcast that I love. (laughs) It's like, again and again, I'd, I go, I I have these moments of doubt. And in the past two months, I'll be able to talk about it more when I have, um, I have a little bit more hindsight, Mm -hmm. but the past two months have been traumatic for me. And it's an interesting phenomenon. I I would love to uh, hear Ida's psychotherapy or just Ida's view on it, but also with your background, because uh, it's like a trauma when experimenting to try to deal with a trauma. Like, all of my, like I've had an issue with finances throughout my life or what's felt like an issue with finances. And I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to finally tackle it. So I'm putting myself in really uncomfortable positions to, to tackle it. And sometimes I noticed a couple of those positions I put myself in, in the past, in, in the past month have been traumatic for me. You know what I'm saying? So it, yeah, I, I, I'll be interested to hear if you know yeah. about this phenomena. Um, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I I was going to say the only thing that's coming up for me is if it wasn't trauma, what would it be? Because I think for me, yes, we can be like, let's call it what it is. But I like to, as much as I like words, I like words for the purpose of redefining them. Mm. So I think right now the word trauma, narcissist, all of that, it's in our, it's in our, in our field quite a lot. And I feel like as great as it is to know about it, it can also be detrimental. So if we did not know this word um, trauma, imagine um, this word didn't exist. You had never heard of it before. What else would be happening in your life right now? Right. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, it would, it would be just a really, really, really hard situation. Just a really, really hard situation. That's what it would be. Um, and, and which, and the reason why I'm linking it to like, it's like a really tough situation. That's making me cry. If I, you know, when I was talking to my therapist yesterday, I brought it up and I started crying and I was like, Oh, I didn't know that it was that affecting to me that it would make me cry to bring it up. I just thought, you know, it was tough and I cried during, but like, 
I didn't know it was something that I'm going to be like crying about after and like going through after it's, it's complex. I, I don't know if, if it, if it's necessary to fully go into all that, but, um, but yeah, no, I'm, interested. I'm interested. Cause I'm like, okay, clearly there's something there for you. And obviously you said you would share more in hindsight. So I think for me, I'm a part of me wants to know, okay, what, what makes you think that what what's making you cry about it that's that's a really interesting yeah this is just my general it's not even a psychotherapy thing because it's kind of like you're crying about it for a reason Mm -hmm. what is that reason because it's like we get to a point where we're crying is the is the cry is the crying coming from a place of i'm sick of this or is the crying coming from a place of ah, I want to break through, like I need a breakthrough or is it coming from, like, where's the crying coming from? Is it a cry for help? Is it a cry for breakthrough? What is the cry for? Oh, that's such a cool question. Um, well, like, well, me, me crying right now was just like, basically it's hard and I don't know if I'm, strong enough, but I must be because here I am. And I I kind of, let me just close that topic down before we get to this one. Um, Cause I I want this to be a message out to the entrepreneurs so we don't fragment the message. You guys, there have been, there I, I have quit my business for six months, about a year ago. There have been time, I literally have quit before. And there have been other times where I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Like, how, how, like, I don't know how other people do it. It's great that they do it, but like, what the fuck? Like, it kind of doesn't even make sense that I continue to do this. And like, why, why have I seemingly been chosen to do this? Because I can't even fathom having another, like my life, this is so intense, you guys, but like my, my life doesn't feel like it would be a life if I did anything else at this point in my life, as in, if I didn't have my business, it just feels like it's part of why I'm supposed to be on earth right now. So if I didn't have that, that I was working towards, I would be like a shell of a human. Why was I, why, why am I like this? Because it doesn't even seem like I have the, the capabilities to have this, this lifestyle that I want so much. It's hard. It's, there's a lot of trials. It's also like, guys, just so you know, I don't like day jobs, but like that, that is probably going to have to be part of my process here. And that tears me apart. Why, you know, why does it tear me apart so much? And why do I want this entrepreneurship so much? Cause it seems like I'm not strong enough to deal with that. All that being said, you guys, it's like, I write this shit in my journal. I say this out loud, I'm crying about it. And then I just go right back to my business. I just, okay. Then we pick up our phone and we, we post something or, and it's not me like dragging myself to do that. It's like, there is no other option that I could imagine doing right now than just picking up my phone and writing another post. I want to do it. I want to be here. And I think that I would say that's a lot of entrepreneurs relationship to it. So it's not that they're always like, yay, this process feels amazing. It hurts so bad sometimes you guys, but then you realize that like, if you are going to do anything in this next moment, you want it to be like showing up with Ida on the, the fucking podcast or, or, or writing a post or writing some content or checking in with your clients. It's just like, yeah, it hurts. And you just continue on with what you're doing because 
because this is like, you, you can't imagine another life path. You can't imagine doing anything else. If you have to do another, another step in any direction, it might as well be towards your business. Cause that's what you fucking care about building. Um, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to add that in. And, um, I just had on my rude awakening, a health podcast, I just had, uh, business owners on from the jewelry industry that they own a local jewelry shop here. They've been very successful, started with $5,000 investment money. Um, and they had, they had their husbands to help support them. They were very clear about that as well during the process, but they were like, there were a couple years there and, and several moments, several moments along the, the way where we were looking at the numbers and it didn't even make sense. It didn't even make sense to continue. Like the, the way the numbers were, there, there was nothing logical about us continuing, but we couldn't even imagine another way. And people have asked us, oh, there was a fire and they, they had a fire in their fucking brick and mortar store and, and news people were interviewing them. Did you ever want to quit? And they're like, what? That, that's never even been an option. Even when it didn't that. make sense, <laughs> we went forward. So I just wanted to tell you guys that even if you're like, I don't feel strong enough for this. So why, why does this feel like my life purpose? Because I can't even imagine that I am someone that could handle this, but then there's, there's still no kind of option of quitting. <laughs> like there's no kind of like, oh, I should just do this instead. You just can't imagine life without doing what you're doing. And so anyway, yeah, that's the thing. And I, I wanted to make that clear to everybody. Now with the, why I was crying thing, um, in the moment now, I, I mentioned that because because um, because of that, basically, because I don't feel strong enough right now. I don't feel strong enough to like have the other job and have this job and and just that that is a whole another thing that I'm dealing with in my in in therapy and all that. But um, why I was crying about what happened last month. That was what brought me to the word trauma because when I was in therapy yesterday and we were talking about it and I said, you know, it's been a really fucking hard financial year for me. 2023 has been so far. And then I said, you know, there were some days where I was just describing what happened to me in that day and I started crying. And the way that I started crying made me think of the word trauma because uh, when I have when I have talked about other things that have previously happened to me and I've cried in that certain way, it's kind of like a surprising feeling like, a, oh, I didn't know that this affected me so deeply or, oh, I didn't really realize how hard that was for me. That was where the, that's where it felt like the crying was from. And it, think, it's, uh -huh. yeah. Go for it, go for it. Whenever I jump in, I feel like you're done talking, but it's a break for you. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can. I, I think usually you can, you know, I, I say something if I want you to. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I ask a question, I also have a hypothesis in my head, but I like to hear the person first. And I feel like sometimes, and try this on and see how it feels, because sometimes it's like, when we're crying that way, or sometimes when I catch myself and something that I'm starting to work on is the victim mentality. It's something I've already worked on, but I feel like each level, it can kind of creep in again. 
yeah. where it's almost like the tears or that that crying is coming from a place of but why me why yeah. me why is it that i'm not getting the money i'm doing everything like i'm doing everything so that's why i was asking where's the tea is it coming from a place of like you know why like I, why me because i'm actually showing up i'm actually doing everything why am i not seeing the result why am i not getting the money yeah it's but totally yeah, that's kind of that. And then there's also that cry for help or cry for breakthrough. That's why I'm like, because I think once, you know, we, we know that because once we're the, the crying is from a place of why me, then it's like we've stepped back into that victim See, And it's funny because this is something that someone in my life pointed out. They're like, you know, I think you're, you're playing a victim. And I was like, oh. me, that's something I've worked on. I could not possibly be playing a victim mm. right now. But then due to how it made me feel inside, I'm like, okay, is this something I need to start looking at again? Yeah. It's like, okay, when in my life am I playing a victim? Because a victim is basically saying life is happening to me instead of like, I'm creating, like I'm a creator and I'm creating, I'm co-creating with God. God said, who will go for me? And I said, I will, <laughs> I you know, yeah. um, it's like, hey, Emily, you go do that. You know, I kind of feel like it's like, okay, I need this thing done. Who would do it? Which of you could? And I'm like, I will. I will. Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay, you have all the support you need. You're going because you have all the capabilities. You know, so I feel like sometimes things seem to not work when we forget that we're co-creators and we kind of step into that victim mentality of why me why is this happening to me like <laughs> I'm doing everything like you know and I think that's where I personally start to I catch myself you know comparing or looking at other people and I'm like but you know it doesn't seem that hard for them it's like they literally put their offer out and they sell out they literally do this and blah blah and that's why I was kind of telling you at least with you Em you're putting offers out I haven't put any offer out so how could I even be like things are not working out it's like girl <laughs> put any offer out you know type thing yeah. you know so I think for me that's where I kind of realized I'm like okay you know if I'm playing a victim where and how am I playing that victim you know because I think yeah. if we're gonna be delusional we also need to be delusional with accountability where it's like how we also need to hold ourselves accountable in that where in our lives are we still playing a victim? Yeah. Thinking that life is happening to us. Or poor me, why is this happening to me? Why? Instead of like co-creating with God and taking what's ours. And it's like, this is what I need this month. It's This is what I'm getting, you know? Yep. I, you're right, my friend. <laughs> you're definitely right. Like, you're definitely right. And yeah, it's interesting. It goes back to this. I really, I think this part of the process needs to be talked about more. Um, we talk about it quite a bit, but this place that you're at in your journey, which like you said, it probably could happen at every level. When you're, you're learning about yourself, you're learning to be self-aware, you notice yourself, that, that the place where you, you're self-aware enough to notice what you're doing, but you don't know how to change the fucking pattern. I think so many people, I polled people on this, 
so many people in my audience are, are here. And, um, for me, it's like that with resistance. Like I, I have resistance to, to getting supplemental income with other jobs big time. And, you know, my therapist is like, so we see the resistance. And I'm like, yes, we see the resistance and there it is. And I, I just feel it in my body. It's like, it feels like there's not like a magic pill to make it go away. I just have to like notice it and sit with it. And then like, maybe, maybe something will, will happen to make it shift or like, eventually I get fed up and something shifts, you know, but I'm in the place of just noticing like the victim mentality is there 100, like hardcore Ida it's their hardcore. And, um, so for me, it's so funny how our brains work because, you know, Ida was saying before, before, uh, we, we recorded, she was like, well, you put out offers. I haven't put out an offer yet. And so in, in, for, for you, Ida, you're like, well, Emily's at least putting out offers. I need to put out some offers in my mind. I'm like, yeah, I've put out offers. Where are my millions of dollars? Like, how do I keep going after this? I work so hard. Like I work really hard. I do stuff I love, but like, I mean, we were talking about action steps. Lord knows I put in so much action. So how do you Seriously, when it comes to action, you don't even wait. You're like, I don't, I don't even wait. So like, how, like what it feels to me right now is like, how do I muster the tenacity and the mental drive and emotional drive to continue when you're, you're putting in so much action, you're put, you're like you said, I'd with the victim. And I love how you added that in. Like I'm, but I'm doing everything I could possibly do. Why is life happening to me like this still? You know, it's, it's totally that feeling of like, how do I create, how do I sustain this of putting in so much time and energy? The results that I'm getting are great, but they're not results that can like sustain me. It, it feels like, man, I don't feel drained by my work anymore. I'm pretty proud of that. Like my work gives me energy, but like, I also need to support myself. And if I can't support myself financially, then I feel energetically drained. It's, it was really one of the first things that helped me realize when everyone says money is energy, money is energy. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? And then going without money, it's like, oh, I get it you're so depleted because you need it to survive, you know? So it's like, how do I, yeah, it's, I, I don't want to make this a therapy session, but it's just, it's- oh, no, I don't think it is. Trust me. I, I'm, I'm very good at separating. Like this is just Em and Ida having a conversation, you know, yeah. um, and asking each other powerful questions. And I think for me, Em, I'm kind of sitting here thinking, but you've done it before, Em you've manifested so many things. So when you did it, what did you do? Like, what step are you missing here? If you were to go back and and break it down, because you've done it before, you actually have results of when you've actually done it. And they always say it's about repeating what worked over and over. So you do it one time, it works and you literally just repeat it. So it's like, you've done it before. And so what are you not repeating in that process? I have racked my fucking brain over this every single night for like. So you're actually thinking, yeah, you've been thinking about it. What am I not? Oh, girl, you should see the amount of, I have like a stack of journal pages. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's the thing. That's like, oh, you're frozen. 
painful. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, now I can. Yay. I just got a phone call and I cut it. I need to put my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> I love when you get phone calls and I'm like, don't, and you're like, don't they know that we're recording right now? How dare they call? <laughs> but it's because I'm using, I'm using um, hotspot. The phone call came and it just right. froze the thing. And I'm like, uh. Right. <laughs> but yeah no it's 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 so interesting but and for me I don't look at it like it's not working I I feel like it's actually working okay so here's the thing I'd I also feel that way it's it's weird um okay so first of all with the pattern thing I have gone through and and I'm not saying I don't know what it is but there there's a very specific pattern to my work um when I started my business, I kind of blew up right away. And then all of a sudden it seems like everything stopped where like, um, I, I wasn't getting any more. I'm just going to be really real with everyone. Fuck it. At this point, I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it all. So when I start my business, it like blows up really fast and I have a lot of monetary gain and it's awesome. And then after like three or four months, I have like, no monetary gain. This has happened twice now. Um, and it's funny because it happened like right after I said every month since I reopened my business this past September has been incrementally better financially. Right after I said that there was like nothing coming in. Um, so I know that that's a pattern. So I know that I have like a lot of momentum when I start, you know, um, and like, it's very interesting. There, there are other patterns too. Like at first I thought, oh, maybe I need to be like more careful with spending because I love to spend lavishly. But really that, that wasn't a trend that like, if I'm going to look at the patterning stuff that you would think like being responsible, live streaming, I disproved that you have to live stream to get money. Cause my biggest month last year was when I decided I'm done live streaming right now, which is pretty awesome. So there's some things that I was able to disprove in a, in a cool way, but, um, yeah, as far as patterning goes, I don't know, as far as I've looked at every, everything that I know to look at as far as what, factors there were and the only thing that seems to be consistent is there's this pattern of me blowing up right away and then like abruptly income gets cut off and it, it could be a subconscious thing it could be a nervous system thing I know that there's a lot there I just haven't like cracked it yet um and then I'd what was the other question that you that you asked me uh oh can't even remember but uh, I have to say to what you just said like, what if it didn't mean anything, Em? Because, okay, again, I kind of feel like the beauty of you knowing that it's actually working is your relationship to a particular situation. Yeah. So I feel like the first time it happened, your reaction to it would have been different. It would have been, oh, it's not working oh no, what happened? Oh no, let me give up or whatever it is. I'm just guessing right now. But this time your reaction to it and why it's working now is because now you have like a one, you're aware of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And two, 
fine. There's still a part of you that's making it mean something. But what if it's to get to a point where it didn't like, okay, I haven't made money in two months. It doesn't mean anything. I still keep doing what I'm doing because it's worked before. Yeah. So for me right now, I think what I'm thinking is like, what if it didn't have to mean anything? And it just meant that, okay, there hasn't been any income these two months. Okay. Fair enough. I'm still continuing because this works. Whatever I'm doing works because it works. It works. It's just not, as you said, it's a momentum thing. So it's going to take a while, but right now it's kind of like, okay, like just like when you look at the stock market, it's like, uh, 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 uh. I don't think it's meant to be, uh, I think it's normal to have those dips. And what if it, we didn't have to make, make it mean anything. I know that's, and that's kind of like what I have to reside in right now is like, it has to just, I, I can't, I, I, I just get this feeling that the more I try to like look into it and force some sort of a rule or solution that comes out of it, it's just, life is just going to show me different. I just have to like be open in business longer and just like live life longer. And then I'll, I'll see, and maybe I'll look back and just be like, yeah, it was just a new business <laughs> or like, or what, or yeah, my, I got a little a- afraid of the success I was having or whatever. I just can't, I can't pretend like I know or try to know right now, because trust me, I've been doing that. And, um, all it's getting me is up in my head. It just doesn't make sense. That, that second part, that second question that I was that I forgot about was the fact that I know that it's working now. So like I'm, I'm manifesting all these other things, you know, I'm, I'm manifesting people are starting to know who I am in, in certain groups and. Uh, Your profile is growing, yeah. you know, so it's, it's working. It's, it's working. It's, Holistically it's, it's working, but sometimes we're only focused on one aspect, but your business as a whole is working, M. Yeah, I, I honestly don't have, like as far as notoriety goes and like people being interested in what I'm doing, I don't, I, I feel very, um, I don't feel very self-conscious there. I feel, I feel quite confident in, in, you know, building a community and yeah, people wanting to collaborate with me and all that. Like in the industry, I'm manifesting some great stuff. Um, it's just, it's the finances. It's yeah, yeah, that's, that's really all it is, girl. Cause I also, something else that really helped me last week was, um, I started to realize that I've, I've manifested everything that I wanted. Like we all know what I want. We want the, we want the fame. We want the recognition. We want the people in the audience we want the great projects. We want the, the husband. And I realized that I have all of these things in very small increments. Like I have my community. I built another community in a very short period of time and brought people together. I have a lot of love available to me. I just created a, a dating app for people who have a primal meat centered lifestyle. I have like a lot of availability there with cool, attractive people on there. Um, I have great love with friends like Ida, just great, great friendships right now. I built 
basically everything I want just in like a 31 year old Emily scale, you know? And I thought that was such a great part to add in my manifestation process. And like, I, I, I don't know exactly you, you don't, you don't really keep a specific list of what you want. Do you No. No. but you're (laughs) building the stuff that you're building is like, I feel mine is a feeling. Okay. Yeah. It's a feeling like I have a feeling of this vision. It's this feeling. Yeah. It's not something I see. It's not like it's something I feel, you know, and I sense. And the sense is so strong. And I sense that it's going to be great. Um, and I just need to keep, and what's going to take me there is I just need to put out my genius. Yeah. And the more I put out my genius, the more it's going to become more clearer to me. Right. So that's kind of like what I'm following. If I sit down, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, this month I'm planning to get X, Y. Nah. Yeah. All I know is I just need to continue putting out my genius. Now, the only thing is the frequency, like putting you know, not making it mean something and just still trusting the process. And I also know that the things that I do, it's almost like the people who come closer to me and form some sort of connection with me, carry on what I do. It's kind of like the people who bought my card are actually the ones promoting it mm. for me. It's, 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 and, and yet I know that that's how it's meant to work. And I'm, I just need to trust that it will work. So it's like, I'm promoting my cards as and when I do my best to promote it. But it's like, you know, I have people who have bought it who are like sharing it now on their page, telling people about it. Mm. So for me, I feel like it's a matter of like proximity, you know, making sure that every person I come into contact with, I make them feel something. Mm. And that which they feel is what they want other people to experience. So they're kind of like, oh, you've got to get this because like it's X and that kind of continues. So it's like this ripple effect of this feeling, this thing that I feel that I share with people and they feel and they share with that. It's like a ripple effect of that. Um, Obviously, I wish it was a, I wish it was a clearer picture. I wish, you know, it were different, but I just know that it's not going to be that. Yeah. that it's going to unfold and I need to trust that it's going to unfold, but I need to still take inspired action. And that looks like putting my genius out there, sharing my mind, sharing the things that, you know, like I'm doing and I'm, you know, attracting the kind of people that I want to work with, you know, mm-hmm. um, I want to work with creatives, people who are, you know, into spirituality, people who and those are the people that I've seen that I'm starting to attract once I said okay I'm no longer available for you know everyday I was gonna say everyday people but I don't know how else to kind of explain it like I I want to attract people who are who are actually ready who are ready for my knowledge you know who want to hear what I have to say um and in order for me to do that, I needed to no longer be available to playing small and actually step up daily. And so every day I'm like, you know, taking myself there. But yeah, that's how mine shows up. And it's interesting because I don't think I've ever told you. So I wonder what made you think that that's how I 
I do stuff. I just know you. <laughs> That's interesting. I just know you. Like, like I've also heard you say things like, oh, I don't really have in my mind, like, oh, I'm going to make millions of dollars. Like, I, I know that you work more with, you're not very like, make a list, then do this. Like, you're, you're pretty type B like I am, or that's how yeah, I look right. at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I just had a feeling it was like that. But I, I love that you say that. It's about the feeling. And I think, I think everyone at a certain point of time in time realizes that manifestation is always about the feeling because that's why we get material items and we're not happy sometimes and, and all that. And, and some people just still manifest really well by, by writing a list about it. And, but, but I think everyone gets shown the lesson in life that like we're in life, we're always just chasing feelings. We're not chasing like specific. I mean, at the end of the day, the most important thing that our bodies value is the feeling you know, instead of the environment. So I think it's beautiful and relatable that you said that. And um, when you mentioned to me earlier too, that you were being very specific and selective about your clients, I was going to say, oh, next level, baby. I just at the next level, man, because I know that that's a thing that happens, you know, at a certain point when you're like, you, you kind of draw a boundary for lack of a better phrase, or like, you, you say at a certain point, no, this is what I want. That's always like a, it, it's like a, how do I say it without saying like next level? Um, it's just another chapter in your career, in your journey to success. You know, I'm, I'm definitely witnessing you go through that. And it, it's not easy because it's no. like, you kind of want to take anything that's coming in if it's money, but I need to make like, cause there, there are things like I joined, it's funny because there was a time I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. Maybe I should just work for someone, join this um, coaching thing online where I get to coach people and they pay me, but I'm yeah. still under a certain person, their rules and stuff. I, I applied, I got it, everything. Wow. My profile is done. Everything's done. The only step left is I needed to do a trial thing with one of the coaches there just so we know it works. So when people book me, it works. And a part of me doesn't want to, mm. but a part of me is also like, well, you're going to need the money. So just do it just so you're not putting too much stress on your business. So I booked mm. this appointment and trust me, the guy didn't show. <gasps> and I was so surprised. I was like, wow, he hasn't showed. I emailed them and I'm like, what happened? No one showed. They're like, oh, really? It must have been a mistake. It didn't show up in the calendar. And I was like, okay, it's clearly a sign. Wow. And after that, I just haven't booked again. But I know I can book it and I can start receiving clients from there. Yeah. But that's not what deep down I want. Deep down, I know I need to put my 100% in this and I need to trust that it's going to work. I, I just need to trust that it's going to work. And I know someone will be like, oh, so why don't you just get a job to support it? That's not where I need to, that it just doesn't feel, there's just something in me that won't let me. I want to, but there's just something in me that's like either, instead of putting that energy into working for someone else, just put that energy into trusting and continue doing what you're doing. And it's like, okay, 
and just trust that things will work out. Like there's never going to be a day you're going to lack. You're going to be okay. And I've been okay up until this point and I will be okay. But I just need to trust that, you know, and not put the extra energy, not have my divide, not divide my energy to work for someone else. I want to, but there's something in me that's like, that's dividing your energy. That's not putting your all into this thing that's working. Why do you want to divide your energy? Why do I feel like that's like hitting some chords for you? <laughs> <laughs> because of how I'm looking right now. How are we in the same? I mean, we're in different places, but the same place right now. Like that's weird to me. I, that's funny. Yeah. You know, when we started, you said something, but you didn't finish. You're like, you believe that that's a sign that, you know, God is saying we're ready to deal with this or something, but you didn't. Yeah. I, yes, oh, like that's why you wanted to end it. I felt yeah. like okay, we're, okay, we're ready to hand. I, I, I believe this is like right before. I believe that whenever I get rock bottomed in something, that's like a great precursor to me being like, nope, energetically, like I'm done with this, right? You know, like you have enough, you have uh, continual abusive partners and you keep being available for that. And then finally, there's a really bad situation and, and it's the last straw and you say, I'm done. I'm done with this. I am not settling for this anymore. Like in a way with you and your clients, but you didn't rock bottom. Like anyway, um, so I believe that when we're faced up with these challenges, stressful situations, we're meant to find a solution and the solution to these, they will carry us. I believe that we have, we both have a big, we're, we're about to have a big moment in our careers. Um, now we're at 2.15. And so we, we're, we're past an hour and a half. Now it's 15. Well, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, we're we're at an hour and 45 minutes now. It's 2.15 oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, here okay. in my, yeah. my time zone. Yeah, yeah, because I was um, like two hours. No. <laughs> yeah, no we're, but before, if we're going to sum up, I wanted to say this again, going back to millionaire decisions, I'm still using that concept, even though I'm like, you know, it's not about being a millionaire, but at the end of the day, it's about being the visionary. Yeah. I don't see a millionaire of a company when they go bankrupt saying, you know, okay, now I got to look for a job. I got to work for someone else. Okay. I want to ask you about this. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like they'll get back to the drawing board and say, okay, we need solutions and not let me go and work for someone else so I can make a few bucks to look after myself. You know, I don't know. That's just how I feel because I'm looking at like the successful people and I'm like, mm, I don't think very successful people be like, okay, well, let me just go and go and work for corporate. Let me go and work for someone in order to, they will rather use that energy. Okay, what do I have? How can I? what can I do right now? What's like solutions? What's up? That's what I feel. I mean, this is, this is amazing. Like, God, it's so crazy how this has just worked in, you know, Ida was telling me I'm millionaire decisions back in December, maybe, or I don't even know, but yeah. Anyway, um, I love this outlook and I'm feeling the same way. Like I'm feeling like, like I told Ida before, or maybe I already said this on this podcast, but it feels like the, the, the scenario of me being going and being employed by someone else to like 
make financial ends meet during this time, it feels like I'm dying. Like it, it feels like that is not me anymore. It feels like why, what's the purpose? It feels like, like a year ago, um, I did take on other jobs and I just kind of let my business (laughs) go. I was like, I don't have the energy for this. I don't have the energy. I'm showing up at a job that I don't like tried a bunch of different jobs, by the way, guys showed up at, at all different jobs, like cool jobs, like farming. I worked at a holistic center for a while, cool ass jobs. I worked for a florist for a while. Amazing, but it wasn't my business. So I showed up there. It took all my energy away. I got home and I was like, fuck my business. I can't, I just want to sleep and like cry. So like, but like Ida, can I, I don't, if I can ask you like kind of a personal question right now, like I, I, I had this mentality a month ago where I was like, no, Ida's right. Millionaire decisions. Let's fucking make this work. But like, here I am. I don't have a solution right now. Like I, I don't really have a solution, don't have a solution, but like, but, but like, I, how do you survive? How do you survive if like money isn't coming in through your business? You find a way, Em. So what I was listening to. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast because, you know, when you were talking about multiple, you know, we do have multiple options. That's great. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast and um, he was saying sometimes it's good to limit yourself to two options because within the Mm. two options, you find multiple options within the two Mm. options. So he was kind of like, you know, sometimes an artist will decide, okay, I'm only going to paint with red and green i need to make red and green work regardless and they find options within red and green Mm -hmm. so right now it's about what can you do with what you have and in the bible there's this parable i don't know if you've heard it before this parable where this man was um traveling and he gave each and everyone so he to i'm gonna say i'm gonna use dollars in this case but he gave them you know these things it wasn't money but i forgot what it was called in the bible so let's just say this man is traveling he calls his you know servant and he's like okay you know i've got three servants he gives the first servant maybe ten thousand dollars and then he's like yep here's the ten thousand dollars for you do as you please with the ten thousand dollars he gives the second servant two dollars he's like yep here's two dollars do with it what you please he gives a third servant you know five cents here's five cents do what you want to please with it in front of all of them so they all have something right now the person who has the five cents like you gave me five cents what am i going to do five cents he goes digs a hole puts a five cent in it because he didn't see any options like well five cent what i'm just gonna keep it and then when you come back, I'll just dig up and I'll give you your five cent back. Huh. The person he gave the $2 to decided, ooh, how can I find a way to double this so that when my master comes, I can be like, look, you gave me $2. Here's $4 back. And then the 10000 is like, yeah, thought the same thing. How can I double this? Or how can I triple it so that when my master comes, I could be like, you gave me 10. He's 30000 back. Right? So... I kind of feel like it's the same where sometimes we feel like, you know, oh, well, we only got five cents. What do we do with five cents? Let's just dig up a hole and bury it and bury it. Or we look around and we're like, well, they've got 10,000. They've got $2. I've only got five cents. There's not much I can do with the five cents. But remember, at the end of the day, 
the game is solutions. Whether you've got $10,002 or five cents, the question is, how do I double that? How do I double that? And it's funny because everything I'm saying right now, it's going back to me because I'm thinking the same thing right now. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you exactly what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. How do I double that in a way that doesn't feel like I'm selling my soul? Exactly. So for me, going back to work for someone is just out of the question. Been there, done that, I can't, even if I wanted to. No, that's out of the option. So if that was out of the option, what other option do I have? And it's not a matter of like going to actually think about it and be like, oh, what's the option? Keeping it in, in your mind and just trusting that solutions will come. And solutions will come, Em. I don't know how the solutions will come, but this is delusional. It is. How do you have this amount of faith? Like it's, it's. It's faith. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. It's just faith because really in my life right now, obviously I'm not sharing. I think I've shared bits and pieces with you. I'm not sharing everything on here because I don't feel the need to as yet until I'm called to, but this is the challenging, as you said, the last two months for me, since August last year, it's been the challenging, the most challenging time of my life, health, business, relationships like it's just wow. been very challenging yeah. but one thing I love about all the challenges is my character who I'm being through that I know because you're so I, great you're so great me, because Emma I wasn't like this like 2019 I hit rock bottom and I saw the way I handled it and since August you know and the funny thing is, it's not like the more faith I have, the more the, the challenges are decreasing. It's like it's piling up. It's actually piling up. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there aren't moments where I will cry. There are moments where I'll just cry and I'm like, oh, this is heavy. But I trust that it's all working out for my good, but it's heavy. Whew, it's heavy. So it's like I will, you know, um, affirm and accept and and recognize that it's heavy, but I trust because M, there must be a purpose. There must be a reason. It can't be for nothing. Yeah, it can't be for nothing, M. But for me, I believe it's refining one's character. It's refining my character. It's refining who I am being because, and again, it's allowing me to make room for more to hold more because in future I don't know what I'm being entrusted with and I feel like I need to be prepared to be emotionally strong for whatever it is that I'm being entrusted with and yeah. so that's how I'm seeing it it doesn't mean it's not challenging and it's funny because um, I never tell anyone something I'm not doing everything I'm telling you right now yeah. I'm practicing yeah. yeah, I need to practice this level of faith. But one thing I know is I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't be that, I can't say it's so challenging that I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna give up. I think when we started, I was, I don't know if I mentioned where it's like the frequency of, you know, the medical, like, I think I mentioned, I, I needed to go and see, you know, a specialist 
And once he mentioned the price, my heart just sank because since August, all I've been doing is medical bills. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I, I'm, I don't have any income and yet a lot of income is, is going out medically. And one might be like, okay, so why aren't you putting out all these offers? And it's like, at the same time, I also need to trust. I can't just put offers because I feel like I need money. I need to wait for the right timing. How do you do all of that? Yeah, God. Trust. You yeah. just trust, take action, surrender. That's yeah. all I can do, ma'am. Ma'am, you're strong, Em. You're strong. I, I know. I mean, I'm here, right? Like, I'm here. I'm here. So I know that. But, girl, how did you... If we don't, we can roll this over till next time if you feel like it's going to be a big answer. But how did you get out of that victim mindset when you felt like this will be huge? This, the answer to this question is going to be huge because, uh, or just this topic in general, because how many people are dealing with this right now? Like, but like when you're, when you're feeling like I've done, so not just victim mentality, but you're not taking action, but when you've been just, killing yourself taking action and you're still not seeing like a way to sustain whether it be health or finances or a relationship like how did you get yourself out of that victim mindset we need to how I did that let's pick that up from next week however I'm gonna share you know a little nugget really um I feel like it goes back to this this delusion but it's not a blind delusion, but it's, it's, it's having faith. And, and what I mean by it's not a blind delusion, I'll go into next week, but something, one thing is like, for instance, whenever, whenever I, like even yesterday, when I went to the specialist and twice I've corrected people because someone's like, oh yes, yeah, so your bad leg. And I'm like, no, it's not my bad leg. It's my healing leg. And I believe yes. it. And I believe it because I can't let what I'm seeing in my environment, I can't let my current reality, my environment dictate to me what's working and what's not working. I need to believe because M, it's a, again, it's this amount of law. You take consistent action, you are supposed to see results. It shouldn't be different for you. And you are doing it, the results are there. And they're just delayed. Like I said, the, the you know, yeah. decisions you make, it takes a while to come to, like right now, everything I'm doing to heal this leg, I'm not seeing the results here and now, yeah. but it's working. Yeah. And I need to continue reminding myself that it's working. And so whenever someone says your bad leg, I need to remind them, no, it's not my bad leg. Even yesterday, the physio, the physio is like, okay, so then the bad leg. And I said, no, it's my healing leg. And he paused and he's like, yeah, it's your healing leg or your support. The other leg will be your supported, your, your supporting leg. Aww. And I said, yeah, you know, because I need to delude myself that it's working, but it's not blind delusion, you know? So I think it's the same where it's like, you got to continue telling yourself like, no, my actions are working. It might not seem like it, but I know they are working and, and they are working. They are working. I tell you, they are working. You just, just continue trusting just a little longer, just a little longer. Em. Okay. We're going to have this conversation again. 
I know. And you're going to tell me again that you've had your highest month. I know. I don't know how I know, but I just know. But just hold on. Thanks. So. And trust that you're not going to lack. You're not going to go a day starving. You're just not. You, you possibly couldn't. Things will work out. Oh, how I got to this place, I will share because it's like a whole. Yeah, fuck yeah! I can't wait yeah, for next whole... week. I, I I appreciate that so much, and I'm so glad that we have that recorded because I might have to go back and listen to it. But but um, th- I mean, this is just what we're documenting here is like really fucking profound. You know, I'm just like realizing it more and more, but especially in this conversation, like we know that the world needs to see this, like they need to see these moments and they don't, they don't with the people that have already created success. Um, and, uh, and just the other point that I'm just really grateful for our friendship. Oh, yes, so welcome. Em. But I just want you to know that there's no giving up here and there's no putting the energy into someone's work unless truly you feel like, okay, it's time. I need to work for someone. Obviously that's your choice, but I don't want you to do that because you believe for once it's not working. If you're going to work for someone else, do that because you know, yours is still working and you just want to support your, you just want to support it, your, your business by working for someone else but never do it because you think it's not working it's working i'm seeing it working even today i looked at your your instagram page and i was smiling because i'm like oh my god m is at 1309 i i don't know why i it's like for me it reminds me of the progress yeah i was smiling because i was like oh my god wow okay okay (laughs) i know and it's working it's working it's working. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. I believe that I, I'm like, I'm at a financial place where like, yeah, you never know. Random shit can come up, but like, I I do have to pay my bills. I have to, I I actually, I'm just going to say it all to you guys. Like I tried to not pay my bills for a while and that didn't work. (laughs) So We got to, I don't know. I don't know. I might have to, it's going to become clear. It's going to become clear, but guys. Yeah. Asking for, for for a way, maybe this week we get, we both get to practice. Okay. You know, God, like we need to know that it's working. So you got to show, like, just show a way there's got to be a way. Hey, and girl, I asked that back this fall. I, I asked that. I, I was at a, actually a similar position. I'd made a little bit of money in my business, but all of a sudden I wasn't making for about a month. And I was like, okay, again, I was like late on my bills. And I was like, all right, shit, God, I really don't want to work for someone else. There's got to be another way. There's got to be another way. I wasn't even thinking about anything besides I have to work for someone or I do my business. And bam, I a, an old illustration client contacts me within 48 hours. I we signed a project for $2,500 and within 48 hours, a thousand dollars was transferred directly into my account. You know what I'm saying? I, this shit, I've seen it happen. Hasn't, hasn't happened in the past two months, but I know that it's possible. 
I know that it, I've seen the but evidence. Have you asked for it? Because I, I asked think for it I, specifically, as in recent, what is another recent. way? Okay, yes. But I'm saying recently, have you asked for it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I've been nonstop praying to God. So I don't like, like nonstop, nonstop. So, but we're going to keep asking. This gives me a, yeah. this gives me a, a boost, but that's kind of why I think it's like, I'm kind of meant to come across this to like, yeah, it's, it's an, gotta it's give. Another, another boost. And I think another thing that I look at is like the first time I, I asked God, what energy was I in? Was I in more surrender and trust? And this time I'm in frustration. Like, no, hey, right. hey, this, you know, because I think all that matters because it's like, you know, it's one thing to ask knowing that it's done. And it's one thing to ask without faith. Because yeah. if you ask with faith that there's got to be another way and this, and this, and if the second time it's like, man, look, I, I don't know, man, there's got to be a way. Where's the, is the faith element? Yeah. Like, do you, is that element still there where it's like, God, I trust, I just trust you're going to come through. I trust you've chosen me for this purpose. And for me, I know where, where I don't do it. It's like, I'm not asking for it. You know, I'm just thinking God would take care of it. And, yeah. and so yesterday I was like, no, I need to ask for what I want. Mm -hmm. you know because I'm co-creating with God and yes God can just be like have it but if you, for instance if I'm co-creating with you you can't just come and be like oh yeah I don't like I gotta ask for certain things I gotta tell you you won't know you know so yeah yeah yep Ida you're carrying the team today I really appreciate it well, you got this, M. You got this. Like, if I know someone who deserves, I don't know anyone who deserves it more than you. Like, when it comes oh to taking action, seriously. So, please don't. You're allowed to have a moment of weakness, but you get to cry, you get to journal, and you get to keep going. You get to continue being delusional. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta do it. What you say is so real. I'd like. I just, we can't just resign to working these shit jobs yeah. that we don't even give a fuck about. We can't, we can't, there's gotta be another way. And also I think about like, how can God use us best? You know, like, is God really using me best by working in a health food store? I fucking doubt it. The, the college kids in there that are kicking ass at that job, that's perfect for them. But I have a feeling that we're at the stage in our life where like God is using us best in other ways, you know? Yeah, because for me, working for someone else is, is giving up without me saying I'm giving up. It's like me saying, no, nah, I don't believe this is going to work. I need to, I need a plan B. Yeah. But I, that right. doesn't feel, that doesn't feel good for me. So, you know, you'd rather another illustration than going to work for someone else. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. That's really clear. I, now I know so, I would, I would take exactly. That. So we, I don't want people listening to be like, Oh, but how can you struggle and say, you don't want to do anything. You want to do something, but yeah. something that you enjoy. Yeah. Something like illustration, someone reaching out and be like, Hey, can you help me 
take do a photo shoot like help me with the post i like the photo shoot you took for your podcast can you help me with that yeah. like stuff like that or hey i've been thinking of like dog sitting can you help me and i'll pay you x or like hey i'm thinking of like traveling you know um united states would you come with me i'll pay you stuff like that that we wouldn't say no to yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's not like you just sit and it's not like you don't take any other options besides clients through your business and that could be someone's path but like i think being open finding like the most amount of stuff that you could be open to and then really saying no to the stuff that you know is going to kill you from the inside out exactly exactly and even asking for help like geez, I didn't realize this would go about five minutes. Yeah. Asking for help. Like today, I was just there. No, I think it was three days ago. I was just there and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I need a partner for on a heel. And I just asked, I just asked this um, lady I came across. I'm like, hey, would you, would you like to partner with me on, on, wow. on a heel? And she's like, I don't know yet, but let's sit and have a chat about it. Because it's like sometimes, because for me, I realized that on a heel is like bigger than me. It's really bigger mm. than, than Ida. So it's kind of like, if I'm at a point where I know giving up on it is not an option, but at the same time, I need, I need support because it's bigger than, it's bigger than me, you know? Um, I need someone to bounce ideas off of. Like, I need someone to like, be like, okay, this is the vision. How do we get there? What's your idea? I need that. So I'm not going to kill myself doing that alone. I get to reach out and, and ask someone, hey, what do you think? And if the person says no, it's okay. I give myself time, I reach out to someone else. Right. She would be the second person I've reached out to, mm. you know? Um, but yeah. That's also huge, Aid. A partner for Anahil? That's awesome. Yeah, I know, it'd be huge. But I know, I, def I definitely know I can't do it alone. It's so then not you'll find your right person. Like they'll exactly. it's, not, yeah. it's not something that I can I can do alone. It's way bigger than way bigger than me. Yeah. Way bigger. Um you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where we're at. Man, this is awesome. You know, it's just it's awesome to see how everything unfolds. And I'm proud of us, obviously. Yeah. I it's it's crazy. We're doing great, you know. Yeah, we are. It's it's a bit um slower, but I feel like slow is oh what it's oh, I heard this thing that was so good. It's like oh I'll find it again. It's something along the lines of like slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's good. So it's wow. kind of like, like that, you know? Yeah. But it's working. That's what I want us to walk away. Yeah. I'm thinking it is working. Yeah. It's working. Em. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's funny because I just had this thought. Oh, the mind is so interesting because you know how sometimes people are like, if you're not making money in your business, it's not a business. Right. You know? So fucked up. Yeah, but I'm like, no, that's not the point. And that's impossible. Like you like that's so much pressure to be like, okay, 
start your business, but if you don't make money immediately, you don't even have a business. So why even bother? That's how people try to like get people to sign up with them. You know, they say like, you'll like make money with me, but you're not going to make money otherwise stupid exactly and yet you don't make any money either way and think about can and yet again can we bring up the rappers how many rappers were poor as fuck and if they said oh i'm not making money so it's not a business if they said that they wouldn't have multi-million dollars right like there's just way too many stories that show me that that's not true exactly you know exactly so yeah it's working yeah it's working but you get to have this moment you get to sit in it you get to have it's normal I think that's what we want to normalize for people. Yeah, I know. It's normal to kind of feel like it's not working and to feel like this is heavy. This is heavy. Yeah. Why me? But the next day, you go back to doing it anyway. You do. (laughs) You do, guys. You do. Yeah, I, I fucking love that we talk about this. All right, man. What an episode. Wow. So. See, and I didn't even want to come. Yeah, I know. And see, we there are challenges, but then you show up and it's something better than yeah. even imagined. So this episode will be released on all podcast platforms. We're going to, Ida and I are going to work all that stuff out. Yeah. We're going to keep this going for you guys. And um, I love you, Ida. Thank you. Thanks for being our rock, especially yeah. today, but appreciate it yeah i'll be here after you end the main live just for okay all right bye everybody like and subscribe us please subscribe to us on youtube and like um this video if you are watching it or the replay it just helps us so much to get the word out and uh, this will be on all podcast platforms i am emily kosick at emily's root awakening on instagram and youtube and ida is the chilling therapist um, Ida, the chilling therapist on Instagram and YouTube. Catch you guys next week. <laughs> All right. We are done on YouTube. Yay. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say, you know, like, obviously it's not an easy journey. And so sometimes that's why you kind of need someone. And so like it kind of reminded me I'm, I'm glad we had the group which is now semi-dissolved you know but you do have me and I'm sure you have Rose as well to kind of lean on so do use that because it's not it's not easy so whenever you feel like you're drowning just know that I'm here for you to lean on I'm sure Rose is there for you too it was nice when we could do it in the group and like kind of share but it is what it is yeah. you know so don't go at it don't go at it alone just know that okay. you still have support thanks Ida. and same for me same like I just I love talking about this and I love that we can support each other back and forth so don't be shy either and I, I really appreciate that and you know we like to be I just really like to respect everyone. And it's honestly helped so much now that I'm in therapy. I, it's really rare that I feel like I'm unloading on someone, but you know, sometimes when you're in a, when you're in a really hard place, it, it's sometimes hard to tell if you're just, am I kind of like, you know, we're all, we're all coaches. So it's hard to say, like, am I kind of like, without actually asking for it, am I kind of wanting my friend to coach me or do, am I you know, and I never want to cross that boundary. Um, yeah. but I totally think we can handle 
handle no definitely and I don't even feel like that's your responsibility I think for I know where to draw my boundary and I think you know where to draw your boundary so we just yeah. need to trust that yeah if it's too much we will kind of be like oh um I don't feel like I can support you in this way but I can support you in this way yeah. so you know let's just trust that we both know our boundaries and we could be able to kind of be like oh okay this is too much or whatever but you know we don't have to keep it to ourselves agreed agreed thanks i i love you yes love you so do let me know how you're going i'll check in as well okay um and we'll take it from there okay sounds good and on the podcast i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start doing the stuff and I'll just keep you updated on how I'm feeling and what comes out when it comes out. And let's, let's, we can get off now. Cause it's been a while, but like, let's voice note maybe for the rest yeah, of this okay. week about promo and stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Love. Sounds good. Okay. okay. Later. Bye.